my friend through church gave me Victory Over Spiritual Conflict, a bunch of DVDs to the title of this. And so I'll be talking about some articles and some, and then I'll at the end I'll give you who the ministers are, who the people are, their website, and how you can contact them, you can email them, you can anything so you can know for yourself and have knowledge of this, of what I went through, and it will help you. <clears throat> Before I get into all reading Victory Over Spiritual Conflict and points on what opened the doors and why I was f- experiencing sleep perilous, um, one day I did have sleep when I was sleeping was not working my parents were at work my sister was at school and I was experiencing sleep perilous so I was really afraid this time and uh I was afraid the other times too but I was really really crying I was upset and I was like I can't talk I can't say anything I need help and all of a sudden I had a vivid dream and there was black clouds of smoke around me it was dark it was pitch black I could not even see anything but I knew that I was in the spiritual realm because I could see um, dark figures in the black smoke and the black clouds and then I felt safe though because Jesus was walking with me I seen Jesus He had a, he was white, he was wearing white robes, and it's, he looked just like what people draw him out to be, you know, wearing white robes and wearing um, sandals and having a black, I couldn't see his face, but he was, re, it was really white, it was really bright, and he was walking next to me, and we were walking through, and he gave me a verse out of the Bible, and that verse was, Yea, through I walk through the valley of shadow and death, for thou art with me. I will fear no evil, for thy com- for thy you for you are my comforter. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me, and I shall fear no evil. That's the verse he gave me, and it was an audible voice through my mind, and he was speaking it out, and I knew it was God talking to me, and I f- instantly knew that, okay. If I just say Bible verses, it'll help and I can stop. But the thing, the biggest problem I had with sleep perilous is I could not be in fear. You cannot, the thing is, God tells us, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You can't resist the devil while you're in fear. You have to have faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. And resist the devil and he will flee from you that's James 4 7 so I had to train myself every day no one I mean I had people help me on the internet I watched motivational speakers I watched preachers and they were faith people and they did not fear of anything they did not fear man they did not fear the evil spirits in the spiritual realm so I had to train myself to be like them I had to do this myself and I had to watch them and I had to have I had to build up my own self-confidence. I had to build up my self-esteem. I had to put my insecurities away in my depression. I was really depressed in the months, of, in the years of 2015, 2016 through 2017. I was really depressed. And, I, and that was the opening 
This is what I'm going to be reading. That was a big opening of depression and fear that I let in. Um, and see, as growing up as a child, throughout my childhood and throughout high school, middle school, and then on to college, I've always had fear. And that fear came from being in fear of my dad because he was verbally, emotionally, and mentally abusive at the time. And so I was just always in fear because I didn't know if what I was going to say and that he would tear it down or he would tear me down with his words and I didn't know if I was going to get in trouble with every time I said something at the house. So I'm going to be reading this. I wrote this down. This was, I wrote this down April 22, 2017, 9.43 p.m. through 10.55 p.m. A lot of people are traumatic to the soul. The heart, the emotions, obviously this is going to be an open door that the enemy will take advantage of. A lot of people that are victims of abuse actually blame themselves for it. When you're in... When you're in that place of being abused, you're holding on to that pain. You're holding on to the anger, to the shame and the blame of yourself. That self-condemnation that comes from that. All of this opens the door for an enemy. I was like, I stopped and thanked about that as I wrote that down. Every time I wrote something down, I stopped and thought about it. And I even said some prayers over myself. And it really opened my mind to, well, if I just... The reason I was experiencing sleep paralysis is because I was opening the door for depression, opening the door for fear, opening the door for um, those spirits to come in and attack me while I was sleeping. The next thing, I'm going to move and go different articles I need to find. And also, the objects in your house can be openings for demons to come in. And uh, that may be why you're experiencing spiritual or sleep perilous in the spiritual realm. So any star of David needs to be removed. And I'll give you some references and articles to the website, the links to the websites. And after I publish this episode, that will let you know where to find these objects you need to remove from your home yes spiritual spirit demon spirits can attach themselves to turquoise um, peace signs and statues from africa that that are you know handmade i had two handmade statues that were made from wood out of wood from uh and it's crazy they were made out of wood how could something made out of wood man-made have a demons attached to them well the reason that they were statues of african people like tribe people and that was given to my dad from his uncle when he was in the military in the army and he went to africa and he got some stuff there in 2000s era And uh, he gave him statues, these little tiny statues. They were like almost a foot tall. And they were tribe people 
and one was holding a spear and they were paint they were made out of wood but they were painted like a dark um a dark color and people the african people the people in africa they can speak spells and put um ties and they can speak that over what they made so that when people buy it they are carrying home with them the spells and all the evil spirits attached to that item the star of david occult preoccupation fascination with occult objects such as a ouija board demons move the pieces around tarot cards crystal balls indian artifacts all open stores for the enemy coco pellies dream catchers turquoise are open european turquoise comes from turkey and muslims american turquoise from the navajos who cursed it upon the white man for every single piece that leaves the reservation some things in your house can have spells curses and demons attached to them anything that is an owl or a wolf you can cleanse that and keep it but you have to keep cleansing it as often as god lets you know you can also cleanse arrowheads and feathers you can cleanse black hills gold jewelry and keep it if you do not cleanse these items then you're going to have a lot of trouble in your household health problems spells and curses you can take spiritual temperatures on stuff if the temperature changes change don't keep it get it off your property the star of david didn't come from jews it's not in the bible it's the most powerful satanic symbol in the world you cannot cleanse it the two equilateral triangles are like magnets it's called dualism it was created for that purpose in isaiah 14 12 through 14 dualism means equal power up equal power down there's a reason the saint saintness by the name of Hitler placed the satanic symbols on the Jews. He hated them. He cursed them. It wasn't a badge of courage. It was forced upon them because of what it represented, because it was a mockery of Jesus. His chief demon was the king of Haiti. The Marana candlestick. It was a satanist by the name of Rothschild. He chose it for the nation, a curse. Palestine has always been there. They're, they just took a piece and called it Israel. Every satanic covenant the world in the world before they start their ceremonies they have already drowned into the ground drawn into the ground and floors of Star of David. They stand at the points they call the demons into the center and the very center is where they kill people and animals for the sacrifices. And I'll give you after I publish this episode, I'll give you some links to their website of how you can look up why when where why and how questions and they'll answer that for you jesus christ came to set the captives free and he who indwells in you is greater than who came to set the world free christ's crucifixion resurrection brought complete and total positional triumph over satanic principalities then he gave all his power and authority over all the enemy luke that's in chapter luke there's no need for paranoia by being jumped on by an evil spirit when you stumble and fall since demons have individuals that they're assigned to they just won't hop into you because you're in the 
vacancy or because somebody lays hands on you or because you're having sex with your partner who isn't a believer. Demons will not just transfer from one spouse to another. You may have to face courageously your compulsive behavior and or emotional damage or at least make legal restitution. So that means a lot of people and... I had depression and fear, and I was also drinking alcohol every time I went to work, and um, I wasn't drinking alcohol when I went to work, but I was drinking alcohol after I was working, and I was in, I was in home health, an area agency, and I would go to people's houses and clean, and then after, on the weekdays, I would drink beer, you know, work out, hang out with my boyfriend and his friends and my friends, and then on the weekends, I would have beer pong, and I would play and drank alcohol a bunch and that's when I let in the and I did that because I was trying to get over a bad relationship I had went through and I was trying to get over him and I was dating just to have somebody in my life I wasn't dating to get married to him it was just a summer fling this was in the summer so I just also opened that I opened a spirit of alcohol to come in a spirit of depression and fear and heartbroken and heart heartbreaks everything like that to come in into my life and I did not want to go back in my past I did not want to bring up any um, emotional verbal or mental abuse I did not want to bring any of that up and I kept pushing it down by drinking alcohol and smoking weed and I did not want to face the facts of what happened in the past so God could help me and I did not know that for God to help you, you have to bring up everything that happened in your past so that you can move forward and you can go back and see why, why, and this is a really important key that Dr. Caroline talk, Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about. You have to go back in your past, the trauma you went through, you have to go through that. You have to face the facts, you have to face the truth. What happened, happened. You can't change it, it already happened. But you need to go back in the past and go back in the, the trauma and figure out why or why was I drinking? Why was I wanting to get over this person? So that way I could heal. I could, Jesus, so I, I could heal so I could have God heal my wounds. And I did not want to do that. So I kept drinking. I kept being depressed. I kept being in fear. And that's why an op- I had an opening and opened up. Um, for the spiritual realm for the demons to come in and I did not know that was going on because I had no idea about demons I didn't start learning about demons until 2015 after my boyfriend and I broke up and he gave me the book pigs in the parlor then after I went to church and a church friend at assembly of God the town I was going in going the church I was going to she gave me a, a bunch of dvds on victory over spiritual conflict and I learned all the openings learning about how demon spirits can come in learning about objects that's in your house you need to get rid of learning about why it's important to go back in the past and the trauma you faced so you can renew your mind to the word of God renew your mind to the truth and let God set you free through this truth the word of God so um as I, but also a lot of people say, oh, 
when when you go to church and when you start going into reading stuff, it doesn't mean, yes, you are protected. You still have to say prayers and confessions over yourself. And even though I was going, doing Bible study in April 2017, I still had to, I still had an opening for, for Satan to come into my life because he didn't, he did not want me to do Bible study on demons. He did not want me to do Bible study on anything about him. So he was attacking me still through sleep prayerless. He was still attacking me through um, wanting to drink alcohol, wanting to have, and I was addicted to alcohol in 2015, in 2016, 2017. I didn't really stop drinking it until 2020. And um, so I really had, so even though we do Bible study. People do Bible study. You know, preachers preachers still experience um, the satanic forces in the spiritual realm. I was still experiencing sleep perilous. But the more I kept doing Bible study, the more days and years I kept up and I kept up doing this Bible study and saying prayers over my life, then the enemy fled because he knew that, okay, I'm trying to attack her through sleep perilous. I'm trying to attack her through alcohol, and it's not working. So eventually, like James 4, 7 says, resist the devil, keep doing Bible study, renew your mind to the truth of the Word of God, and Satan will flee from you because Satan does not like the Word of God being spoken out. He cannot hear your thoughts, but... When you speak out the word of God or when you speak out Jesus or say anything, the blood, he, he has to flee because he, he does not like that. He's all evil. He's not good. And I'll read some... Some more stuff on this. So while you're experiencing sleep perilous, it says Jesus empowers infest weakness and remember demons cannot read your mind so they're under no obligation to obey your thoughts satan is too busy to bother you so please don't yell at him in these prayers he's not around to listen and when while we're saying prayers you don't need to yell satan can hear you if you whisper or you speak loudly or you speak normal at a normal tone Satan is keen on the big names, the presidents of countries, the prime minister, the dictator, the guy in Africa who is Lord. The demons need to be confronted verbally whenever you are involved in warfare. So the following prayers need to be read aloud. Put on, this is why this is important every day. I did not realize how important this was. Put on and take up your armor of Jesus before you begin. That's found in Ephesians 6, 4 through 10. And 
Faith is something that you decide to do. It is not something you feel like doing. And the whole time while you're experiencing sleep perilous and everything, you need to put the preachers and ministers have said, have told you, or people have told you, you need to put your feelings and your emotions aside because if you don't, then if you start feeling sad or depressed, then you're you're just going to keep on letting and opening an opening and open door open for the spirit the evil spirits to come in your life you have to put your feelings aside the fleshly feelings i'm talking about the fleshly um feelings and emotions you have to put them aside we eat we all have the holy spirit inside of us i know if you've heard about demon possession a demon cannot possess your body because jesus is the one that has possession over us because we We are his possession. We are his sheep, as it says in the Bible. And Jesus already owns us. Jesus already owns us and possesses us, each one of us, because of Jesus died on the cross and was rose again. So we are dead to spiritual... um, We are dead to the, the spiritual... And Jesus owns us because he died for us on the cross. So we are, Jesus is our master. He's our owner. Not We cannot be demon-possessed. The only way um, demons can attach themselves to people, but they do not own us. Jesus owns us. Faith also does not create reality. Faith responds to reality. Your faith is only as great as your knowledge of the Word of God. You have no knowledge of His Word. You have little faith. The more knowledge you have, the more faith. That doesn't react to feeling. That's a choice of faith. Knowing little, you use little faith. You cannot live beyond what you absolutely know is true. If you believe what you feel, you will be led through life by one emotional impulse after another. These are the seven steps that I'm going to be talking about. Step one is put on and take up your armor of Jesus before you begin. Now is the time to renounce the sins of your ancestors. Break those generational strongholds. You're also renouncing curses and spells which may have been placed on you. This should also include any vows and the seals. Vows and seals that may be written upon and on your body. These areas are often the most important to demons, so I expect major resistance when you seek to tear down the stronghold. Those ancestral vows that we talked about, they represent about 85 to 90% of the legal right and strength that demons have to be in your body. Adopted children can be especially subject to demonic strongholds because of their natural natural percentage. There are specific prayers that you can pray for these adopted foster children. If you've been a Mormon or have parents that are, you have more, you will have Mormon spirits who carry religious oppression with them. That's working against you 24-7, not to the same degree, but to some degree. Roman Catholic also, they're called Jewistic spirits. Normans have their own form of ancestral worship, believing they're responsible for family members and going so far as to being married and being baptized for dead relatives. Step number two counterfeit versus real this includes vows made to the devil with your mouth even if you made them in jest i was just joking playing around goofing off 
the enemy takes the words out of your mouth literally to renounce your previous or current involvements with satanic and satanically inspired occultic or false religions any activity or groups that denies jesus christ offers guidance through any source other than the absolute authority of the written word of god or requires secret intact nations these must be forsaken this includes groups like the masons the freemasons job's daughter joby Damali, the Eastern Star, the Syria Mind Control, many of these cults and false religions may talk about Christ, but not the one who is the Son of God. Step number three, deception versus truth. Were to lay ahead falsehood and speak the truth, love. Ephesians 4, 15 and 25 is where it's found. A mentally healthy person is one who is in touch with reality and relatively free from anxiety. You may have been raised with and kept defense mechanisms in which to survive, but the truth is you only need one defense, Jesus Christ. All people with addictive behaviors lie to themselves continually almost all the time. Lying is an evil defense prompted by the father of lies, Satan, but believing the truth is a choice. When someone says, I want to believe Jesus, but I just can't, he or she is being deceived. It's not true. So... Step number four, positive feelings will follow in time. Freezing yourself from the past is a critical issue. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill your heart with love to replace what you have released. Then ask Jesus to bless them. Most of the ground that Satan gains in lives of Christians is due to unforgiveness. We are worried to forgive others so that Satan can't take advantage of us. 2 Corinthians 2, 10, and 11. Why is forgiveness so critical for our freedom? Answer, because of the cross. Jesus didn't give us what we deserve. He gave us what we needed according to his mercy. We're to be merciful just as our Heavenly Father is merciful. Why? Answer, because Christ first forgave us. Found in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Phrase, forgive and forget. Forgetting is never the way to go. Has nothing to do with forgiving. And see, while the whole time I was experiencing sleep paralysis and demonic attacks on me 2015, through 2017 I was opening the door for demons to come in I was like okay I broke up with my boyfriend 2015 I'm like I'm just gonna forget about him and I went to the next boyfriend just to have someone there but so I wouldn't be alone and I could drink and he could buy me alcohol he could buy me food he could buy me all that stuff and I really wasn't in a relationship with him to wasn't thinking about marriage at the time. I was thinking about my feelings and my emotions and my past, and I wanted to have someone there. And me as a person, I like being around people. I like being involved in stuff. I like being involved in church and group meetings and everything like that. So I always wanted to have someone there by my side constantly, friends, boyfriends, it don't matter who it was. And so I let the door open many times for alcohol. I was drinking alcohol, so the spirit of alcohol, spirit of nicotine, weed, I mean, just everything. And um, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to forgive and forget. I really did not forgive my boyfriend for hurting me because he cheated on me with one of my friends. And he also was watching porn and he was with his friend 
and he would go to his house and he wanted to go to his house more often every time we had a fight because he was afraid I was going to pitch him or bite him. He was afraid I was going to start to um, argue with him or that my dad and I was going to get involved with our his relationship, my our relationship. Dad was going to be involved and it was going to be catastrophic and he did not want to be involved in that. So, I was forgetting, I was forgiving, I was not forgiving him, I did not forgive him at that time, did not forgive him until 2017, and then forgetting. Forgiveness is a choice, it is a crisis of the will. It's difficult for us because it pulls against our concept of justice. He did something wrong, that's what I was thinking. My boyfriend did something wrong. He watched porn, he went to his friend's house all the time, he did not want to... Um, bring up the past problems we had to so we could work them out he did not want counseling he did not want any of that so he was just so that's why we broke up so he deserves the worst if he gets killed in the accident you won't see me cry any tears we want revenge for offenses that we have been suffered for that has been committed against us romans 12 9 We are not to take our own revenge. Jesus will deal with them fairly. We can't do this fairly because our emotions and everything are intertwined with it. If you don't let offenders off your hook, then you are hooked to them in the past you hold into it. I was was holding on to in grudges. I was holding on to my ex-boyfriend, what he did to me. I was holding on to my dad and the fights that we had. I was holding on to everything and I was holding on to grudges and offenses and I could not let them go so and I had to learn to let go through all of it if I wanted to God to forgive me and God to have revenge the person that did it to you yes my friend that did all the stuff to me could care less but I would not stop the pain I would not let it go you don't forgive someone merely for their sake you do it for your sake so that you can be free. The biggest thing in this whole issue of forgiveness and unforgiveness, forgiveness is agreeing to live with the consequences of another person's sin. We pay the price of the evil when we forgive. They committed against us when we've forgiven. We say, I'm willing to pay the price for what you did to me. That's how Jesus Christ forgave us. Past, present, future, he agreed to pay the price for what everyone did to Jesus, even though they nailed him to the cross. This is the first step in following Jesus, forgiveness. All true forgiveness is substitutional because no one really forgives without bearing the penalty of another person's sin. We forgive by acknowledging the hurt and the hate. Jesus is fully aware of how much hurt we have experienced. Christians feel the pain of interpersonal offenses, but they often will not acknowledge it because it isn't spiritual. Let Jesus bring the pain to the surface so he can deal with it. That's where the healing takes place. And see, I kept holding on to offenses with my boyfriend. I kept holding on to the hurt and the hate. And I did not realize that if I just let it go, um, Jesus will make it all better. And I thought that Jesus is going to hate me. Jesus is never going to forgive me because i done this and I did that. And, um, and um, I did not know that the whole process going through this stuff that Jesus would heal me. And Jesus would say that, you know, once you ask God for forgiveness, you repent of your sins, 
then Jesus remembers it no more. And I did not know that. I thought that once I, I, I thought that I had to keep asking Jesus for forgiveness, and I thought I had to go through this whole process of the forgiveness steps. And then I thought it took a while to get over my forgiveness. I did not know that once you ask for forgiveness of whatever you did, that you're forgiven and that you go unharmed and that he, Jesus don't remember it anymore and then it's over and done with. I thought it was a big long process and I did not know how easy it was just to let go of stuff. So in Joyce Meyer, I would listen to Joyce Meyer. Joyce Meyer really She's a really good motivational, inspirational speaker, and she has videos on YouTube. You know, a lot of people talk to her. She is on Facebook, Instagram. She's really good to listen to and help help you, and she helped me understand everything about the spiritual realm, Jesus and Satan, our emotions, our feelings, and how to get over them, how to get through circumstances, how to get through the past, and how to be free. The pain and reactive sin were woven to the soul over time so that to resolve and unravel these issues may also take some time. Ask Jesus to bring to your mind those that you need to forgive as you recall. This is found in Colossians 3.13. says, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Understand and recognize that those who hurt you may have also been hurt in exactly the same manner, and they were acting out of their own defensive deficiencies of love and nurturing you need to forgive that person for each thing they did to you the results are that person will get saved from it one of those things that the person has done to you all those years that person may carry a tremendous amount of guilt there were demonic ties from you to that person that keeps that guilt alive in one person because what they did to that person that person knew about it but they didn't know that that person didn't know about it he knew about it, but didn't. But he didn't know that I knew about it. Did he know what such a jerk I was? Why is he being nice to me? When he prayed that, it broke all the guilt, the shame, and the self-condemnation off of that person, his dad. And that's like in that song, All my chains are broken, I've been set free. And that's true. He was a completely different person, acted and looked different. It breaks the chains off of us, and it breaks the chains off of that sin that person did. If guys say they're sorry, they're asking and saying, will you forgive me? It's hard for men to say, will you forgive me? Pride is what holds on to forgiveness, unforgiveness. Pride is at the most of root of everything. Ask the Lord how many layers down you have to go before he tells you that the root is pride, every sin. When the Lord says you need to forgive, you need to do it now. All those people that lied about you, take that list and go somewhere peaceful and quiet and forgive them and then speak prayers of blessing over them. Since you forgive everyone who ever lied to you and did anything else you can think of, you may restore some relationships with them that hurt you in any way. It couldn't have happened if it wasn't broken in the spirit first. Who has abused you? I wrote this on April 27, 2017, 6.50 p.m. through 8.05 p.m. And I stayed up until 8 or 9 so I could do these studies because they, they were long DVDs. They lasted forever. Who has abused you? Who has lied about you? Even deliberately forgive them because Jesus first forgave you. So, step five, rebellion versus submission. After you've confessed 
any rebellion to Jesus, then you pray the following prayer. We are a rebellious nation. We have a lot more things to rebel against than in the early days. We also rebel against human authority, two biblical responsibilities in regard to authority figures. Number one, pray for them. If you can disobey earthly leaders when they require you to do something that is morally wrong before me and to disobey my word, when that's the case, you should absolutely disobey. As you submit to Jesus' line of authority, you're choosing that he will protect you, that he will bless you, that he that all will go well with you when you are obedient to those authorities. Number two, pride versus humility. Because pride is the killer, pride says I can do it alone. I'm self-sufficient. I don't need anyone or anything, and I definitely don't need Jesus. I can get myself out of this mess without Jesus' help. Probably every spiritual conflict that occurs has pride as its root. Do you ever notice that it's usually the church who causes trouble for the church? Very seldom is it unbelievers. Check the root cause, and in no doubt, I bet it's pride. So, yes, I had that problem a lot. I'm like, okay, I have sleep bearless. I get myself out of this own mess. I don't need Jesus' help. But I did read the, some Bible verses, and I did. I thought that singing Christian songs and playing Christian songs in the atmosphere would help, and it didn't because I did not know that you have to say specific prayers and confessions to make the devil flee from you. Number Step 7. Bondage versus freedom. This step, this step deals with habitual sin. Major. This is a stuff that we can't seem to break out of. Often deliverance will resolve the whole issue. Sometimes deliverance takes care of the turbo effect and then we have to work out the rest. Sometimes the Lord lets that part happen. Then ask us why did you really get the prayer to make your husband or wife happy before or during your work on this step. Seek out another person that you can be accountable to. With men, a lot of stuff is secretive. They don't want to talk about it. The only person, the only reason is pride and shame. We need another person that we can be accountable to so they can pray for us, who can be there for us when we slip. I don't care if it's alcohol, drugs, porn, or if you just can't stop spending money. It also helps when you have another to whom you can be accountable. It cannot be your spouse. must be someone else. Shame is caused by false pride. Yes, when I was going through all this, I did not want my parents to help me. I did not tell them about half the things. And even my sister, I knew that I needed someone to lean on. So that's why I started doing Bible study and listening to preachers, motivational speakers, and ministers and everything. And I leaned on them because really, I did not have anyone to lean on. I thought I could lean on friends I had at the time, but I told them stuff and they backstabbed me in the back. So, uh, I had to lean on Jesus. That was the only person I had to lean on. So, if you are, if anyone listening to this podcast is experiencing sleep, sleep perilous, or you are wondering how and what you can go through to get through all this stuff, you need to say prayers, you need to put on the armor of God, you need to see what the root cause of why there's an opening, why you're having sleep perilous. You need to say prayers. You need to cleanse your homes. You need to say um, Psalm 91 declaration over and confess it out loud. You cannot say it in your mind because demons can't hear your thoughts. They can, they only um, can hear your words. And once you speak this, the devil will come and try to take that word from you. So you need to keep saying this every day over your home. And I say that every morning, Psalm 91 over my home so I'm protected 
and that the devil cannot attack my mind. He was attacking my mind. Every time I had sleep perilous, Satan was attacking my mind. And I had to start learn. I had to learn how to say um, spiritual. I had to learn how to say prayers and confessions and declarations. And I had to look this up. I had to do all this on my own because I did not have anyone to really help me besides preachers and going to church. I had to do everything by myself, and I had to learn everything by myself. I had friends, church members that would help me. They gave me stuff. That woman gave me victory over spiritual conflict, and you can get and find this stuff. Look up on the internet, Pigs in the Parlor. It's a book, and it'll tell you about demons and deliverance and how to stop that. And the book is by... Frank and Ida Mae Haymond, that's authors, and they're preachers who wrote the book. And then you can go to freedomencounters.com and you will learn about a lot of references and articles. And there's a lot of, look up Freedom Encounters on YouTube. There's a lot of videos and testimonials about people that have experienced the same thing I have or different things that will help you. And also search up Joyce Myers. She's an inspirational, motivational speaker. She will help you. She talks about God. She helps people every day. Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about why it's important to renew your mind every day to the Word of God and to help you overcome struggles and trauma in your life. And uh, here's a prayer that you can say while if you wake up and you need something quick to say you're experiencing here's a prayer you and everyone else in your family can pray every time you feel oppressed every time you you're in sleep perilous you're oppressed by the devil or attacked or are being drowned drawn to act out in any negative way pray it out loud because demons cannot read your mind Holy Spirit, please burn all demonic spirits attacking me. Please also burn all originals, backups, replacements, and expeditional combinations of demonic devices, curses, ties, and spells being used to cause whatever it is blank that is coming against you. Father, please send your mighty heavenly host to arrest and escort all spiritual entities serving Satan and the power of darkness to your throne to receive your righteous judgment cancel their orders concerning me forever also put to practice saying i take that thought always aligned to the captivity and the obedience of cap obedience of christ jesus bye